Today on the Sales Life Podcast, your greatest creativity is going to come from your limited resources. And so where people think that you're crazy and you're doing things, you're shadow boxing in the dark, you're going into the garages, uh, into the sheds, into the, to the woods of your mind and finding whatever it is that I can pick up out of the mud and start using right now, where people say you're absolutely crazy, yet you do it anyway. So when it all clicks, when it all comes together, where everybody's like, what in the hell is he doing? One day, man, it's going to all synchronize together. And they're going to be like, wow, I wish I would have. Welcome to episode 493 of The Sales Life. And before we get started, let's uh, recap yesterday's episode, just in case you missed it. Or just in case you kind of flew through it and didn't really give it any kind of thought. It was about uh, something that was super important in our life. About developing more persistence. And we need, no matter what your situation is in life, man, you got to develop more persistence. Um, Because to do anything grand in life, it's going to take persistence. Otherwise, bro, you just get the scraps of life. And so persistence is not a talent. It's a skill. Um, and so if it's a skill, that means I can develop it. It means that I can actually improve it. That means also that I don't have to depend on somebody else to uh, will it to me, to inject me with it or anything like that. Um, so persistence is uh, Napoleon Hill said persistence is made of four things. And that was, that's what's tough is you don't know how to uh, describe persistence. You don't know how to teach persistence. So Napoleon Hill broke it down best. He said to have persistence, you need four things. You need four key ingredients. And that's a purpose, a plan, focus, and alliance. And so that's what we talked about yesterday. You need a purpose. Number one is, what do you want to have happen? Number two is, is, is you need a plan. And whether the plan is to engineer it or reverse engineer it, You got to put a plan in place. You can't build a house without a plan. Um, And then you need focus. And focus is too many times, man, we just fall asleep at the wheel. Um, And so we we lose our focus. And many times we stop short on purpose itself. Many times people wake up with a purpose and they say, hey, this is what I want to have happen this month. But they don't have the persistence because they don't link the fence of the other three key ingredients. You got to have a plan. You got to have the focus and the focus is where you reverse engineer or engineer where you put the numbers in place and you don't put any emotional value on those numbers. You just hold yourself accountable to the daily numbers, whatever those numbers are. When people say the numbers aren't working in my favor, the reason why you're saying that is, is because you're adding emotion to the numbers. The numbers are never working against you or for you. The numbers are just being numbers. And I need you to do your part, which is just work the numbers. Just work the numbers. And then the last thing you need to develop more persistence in your life is an alliance. And that's an alliance where people, you don't need a bunch of yes people. You need some no people. You need people to call you out on your mess. Some people, when you're trying to be lazy or you're feeling woo woo or sorry for yourself, where they call you out and say, bro, wake up, let's go, let's get after it. And those kind of alliances that you want to build, man, are sometimes people that are, and most times are people who are a notch or two um, above you. 
you want those pushers, man, those those people who are actually pushing you to uh, to elevate your game. So enough about yesterday's episode. Um, on with episode 493 and use uh, pillows, plywood, and duct tape, man, if you have to. And it's it's uh, don't let the creativity, man. Don't let the circumstances of your current situation stand in the way, man, of your creativity. And, um, okay, so growing up, I would sit at my desk in school and I would use, I had a couple of pens and pencils at my desk. And for some reason as a kid, I have no idea why, I was always amazed on big school buses or big uh, Greyhound buses on how they could turn corners. You know how when the buses turn, they they turn like this and they kind of like the front end is moving, but the back end goes around a corner and the back end kind of stays still. So what I would do is, is I would, I would put uh, one pencil facing north and south. And then my bus that I was driving in my mind, my bus, which was my pen would come along and it would get to that intersection, that corner right there. And it would turn. And I would just do that over and over again. Also did the same thing. You know, my pen was also a jumbo jet and I owned that jumbo jet also. And so I was, I was really uh, infatuated with the way they landed and the way they took off and the way that they taxied on the runway. And so I was, I was just, I was lost, man, in creativity. I didn't, I didn't get sidelined on the fact that I wonder how in, in the world one day I'm going to own a jet. I don't know how I'm going to one day uh, own a big tour bus. I didn't even think about stuff like that, man. I was just being creative, right? It's just being a kid. Same thing, man, with a basketball goal. Dude, I didn't have a basketball goal in my backyard. I didn't, but I did have a rim an old rim that was in the back of my shed. I had a piece of plywood. And so I nailed it to a damn tree in the backyard and I started shooting. And yes, the air balls went into the woods. And yes, because it was a netless rim, when it went through the rim, occasionally, I didn't, I didn't hit too many shots, but when it went through the rim, it, the, the ball would hit the root you know, one of the tree roots, and then it would just ricochet out through the mud and go somewhere else, man. But, you know, I, that's that's all I have. Dude, there was there were times also that I didn't even um, I didn't even have a rim. I just shot the tree and somewhere on there in my mind, I saw a rim. And so I just shot. I just was creative just being a kid. Right. I mean, in my backyard, there was this big brick wall. And so I would take this brick wall and I would, I, I had a tennis ball and I would sit there and I would throw the tennis ball up against the wall and the, t- and the wall was my catcher. My wall was my first baseman. So I was throwing players out uh, and the ball would throw the ball, uh, the wall would throw the ball right back. Did the same thing with makeshift tree houses. See, when you were a kid, you didn't worry about the circumstances. You never had the luxury that you could sit there and tell your parents, hey, here's a list while you're going out the door. Here's a list that I need you to grab from Home Depot today. And uh, so if you could take care of that for me, I'd appreciate it. So that way I can get started on my my construction project. Hell no, bro. You didn't have that. What did you have? You had a shed that you were probably terrified and going in. (laughs) I found abandoned cats in my shed, snakes in my shed. I was terrified of going in that shed, but I did it anyway. Spiders. So as a kid, man, you had a shed, you had a garage, uh, and you had the woods. 
And sometimes, dude, you found your supplies in the woods, right? They kind of just smashed down into the mud. They've been there for years. And you just, what is this? And you dig it up. And all of a sudden, you make something out of it. See, you were creative in spite of your circumstances. You didn't worry about that. You didn't worry about money. You didn't worry about uh, special items that you needed. Hell, dude, if you didn't have a hammer, you found a rock. And you figured out some way to put something in the tree with an old um, Joe Weeder weight, uh, steel weight that you just pound into the tree. And that became your hammer, right? You didn't let the circumstances stand in the way, bro, of your creativity. I mean, your remote control was a Lambo. Your lamp was a microphone. And when you built a fort, you used pillars if you had to. It didn't matter. So why now? Why now? Why are you letting your circumstances stand in the way of your creativity? See, when you were a kid, you made do. Operative word, do. You did it anyway. You didn't sit back in a chair saying, boy, one day when I'm 50, I'm going to have that special. No, you were a kid. You just did, man. And you made things happen and you were creative. And the crazy thing is because you were creative, you got even more creative because the creativity birthed more creativity. How do you get creative if you don't do creative things? How do you get creative if you don't discover and explore? But many times that's what we do as adults. We want the creative Or we use the excuse while we're drinking a half glass of wine that we're not creative. I'm just not creative anymore. Well, I wonder why. It's because you're not using duct tape, pillows, and plywood anymore, man. You're not exploring your mind. See, nowhere ever on a list, on Forbes 500 list, on Time Magazine's Man of the Year, whatever, You're never going to talk to anybody who will give you a list of how they made it, how successful they were. You'll never see on that list them put down that circumstances were just right. It'll never happen. The circumstances were never right. Yet they're creative. They didn't let the circumstances get in the way of their creative and bro, really, if you want your if you want your circumstances to change in your life, then you better lead with creativity. And your circumstances will change. Because the creativity, just like when you were a kid, the creativity opened up more options. It gave you your optionality. I don't know if optionality is even a word, but I've been using it lately and I really like it. So now, boom. It's a word. It gave you your options, man. And so you were creative. You found some options, the tinkering, and it even made you more creative. See, if you want things to change in your life, if you want to start new things, then you got to put the circumstances aside. And you got to stop waiting on circumstances to be just right. They're never going to be just right. 
And I say this because I used to say the same thing. I used to say that, dude, I can't tell you how many years I put off wanting to have a podcast. How many years, man, that I said, well, I've got to have intro music. I've got to have outro. I've got to have a special announcer. I've got to have a special microphone, a a green screen, a camera, light, special equipment. I need need to have a big name, Uh, all these kind of different things. And all of these things, man, I was just stalling. I thought I had to have all of these things in order to get started. And you don't. Bro, you don't need any special equipment. The only thing special you need is you. That's it. So if you're, whatever it is that you want to create, man, I mean, dude, if you want to, if you want to be YouTube famous, then open up a YouTube account. If you want to be funny, then stop thinking of ways to be funny and just be you. You're going to find your voice along the way. You know, so many times that, you know, salespeople, when they first start and they listen to me and they say, oh my God, man, I want to have that. Well, you got to put in the reps. I'm 22 years into this. Of course, it's going to flow out. But 22 years ago, I was worse than you. But see, that's what we want. We want the finished product. But we delay for the circumstances and we think somehow a finished product is supposed to come before the creativity. Dude, you got to suck before you have success. So if you want to start a channel, it's 100% free. Start a YouTube channel. Dude, if you want to be a best-selling author, all right, well, just start writing. A WordPress account is free. Liquify you. Just get your thoughts out there. You know how many people contact me and say, hey, um, need to know what kind of microphone you use for your podcast. Uh, what, what kind of studio do you have? Dude, all this that you see right here and the, the light that is shining on me now, I just got all that stuff. I just did. But there was a time, man, where it, not that long ago, I don't know, probably, what, three years ago, four years ago, I went to the public library to check out um, a laptop. <laughs> I didn't have money for a laptop and I kept using these, man, I really need a laptop. I never got started because I really need a laptop and come to find out I'm there checking out books because I didn't have any money to buy books. So I went there and checked out books and somebody was bringing back the computer. I'm like, what is that? And they were like, yeah, you can check it out for a week. Really free. Checked it out. Got started and realized I didn't even need a laptop. I do everything on my phone anyway. You don't need any special camera equipment. See, you're looking at other people's finished product or where they are. And you think, well, I need all that in order to get started. No, you don't. People call me all the time. What what do I need to uh, to get started on my podcast? Well, some thoughts, you and your cell phone. Everything that you have that you're standing right here in front of me, dude, the podcast was recorded 80, 90% of the episodes were in my truck with the doors closed, sitting in my garage, sometimes sitting out in in a parking lot somewhere and doing the podcast because I kept, I, I no longer, I no longer let the circumstances get in the way, man, of my creative. This is something I had to do. And so I did it and I had to do it for myself. 
wasn't for anybody else. You want to get podcast famous? I enjoy it. I love it because it helps me um, better myself. I mean, if you want a cooking show, back to what we're talking about. If you want a cooking show, man, then you don't have to wait for the Food Network to contact you. Just prop up your cell phone up against some books because I don't have money for a tripod. Okay, you have a cell phone. So prop it up against a bunch of cookbooks and start recording it. Who cares if anybody's watching it or not? It's not about that, man. It's about I'm doing the creatives. You don't you don't wait for other people to validate you. And the fact that nobody shows up is a great thing because it causes you to have to choose yourself. And you have to do things. And you say, I'm going to do this stuff anyway. Whether nobody shows up or not, I'm going to do it. If you want to be a better negotiator, then negotiate. On the way home, take three or four of the circumstances or circumstances that you heard and you riff on those things. Just be a better negotiator. If, if you want to be a better presenter, but you can't, you know, you want to present um, a $60,000 truck, you want to present that, but you can't bring it home. Marsha, I can't even afford one. Bro, I started out with a Nissan hard body truck that had bitch keyed in the side of it. <laughs> That's what I started, five speed. And, but when I got home every night, I, I owned a Nissan hard body, actually, at least a Nissan hard body truck. You remember the little regular caps? I had that, but I was selling $40,000, $50,000 vehicles. You know what? My coffee table every night was that forty dollars or $50,000 vehicle. And so I would walk around that coffee table every night and demonstrate it and, and talk about all of the features that it had. And I mean, in my mind, just like it was when I was a little boy and, and that and that that pin that I had was a school bus, was a jumbo jet. It's the same thing I did. I used the coffee table to present in my mind. I didn't say, oh, one day I need to own this thing and then I can start being a better presenter. No, use whatever it is. Dude, if it's a water bottle, whatever, whatever you got to do to get started. It's the creatives, man. It's the creatives. See, you have to do things right now where people almost say that you're crazy. I mean, that's what Rocky did. Rocky used a slab of meat to get better at boxing. He didn't have a punching bag. He he had he was at work, and he used a slab of meat. That's how he became the heavyweight champion of the world, right? Same thing. You got to do things where people almost think you're crazy at doing, where you're using pillows and plywood and duct tape and a makeshift computer and whatever else, a terrible lighting, terrible sound, but damn it, I'm doing it anyway. Because that's my fire. That's my voice. That's the thing I got to do. And that's the thing. I'm not going to let my circumstances get in the way of my creatives. Whatever it is, man. Personal trainer. Better speaker. You know why I do Facebook Live? Because I'm scared to death of it. I'm scared of it. You know how much easier it is just to record the video and then put it up? Because it, it allows me the opportunity to cut it off anytime I want. But the fact that I'm recording the podcast that you can listen to and I'm filming it live, better figure it out. And I do it not because I like it. I do it because I'm scared of it.
But I know the more I do it, the better I get at it. Dude, talking to you right now, I got cotton mouth. Before, before I turn on the camera, I got butterflies. But I do it because I'm not going to let the circumstances stand in the way of what it is that I need to do. Your greatest creativity is going to come from your limited resources. And so where people think that you're crazy and you're doing things, you're shadow boxing in the dark, you're going into the garages, uh, into the sheds, into the to the woods of your mind and finding whatever it is that I can pick up out of the mud and start using right now. Where people say you're absolutely crazy, yet you do it anyway. So when it all clicks, when it all comes together, where everybody's like, what in the hell is he doing? One day, man. It's going to all synchronize together and they're going to be like, wow, I wish I would have. Or you just need to start. That's it, man. You just need to start. You need to go back to how you were as a kid. You didn't have jack nothing. Yeah, you were happy. Yeah, you figured it out. Your family could have been triple broke. You could have been tripled up in a bed with, with your nieces and nephews. Yeah, you, you were creative. So here's your TSL action item of today. Because I don't want to get off the podcast without you walking away from this and applying something to your life. I need you to walk away and not, I, I ain't trying to make you feel good. Okay, I ain't trying to make you feel bad. I'm trying to make you never settle again. So your action item for the day. Number one, while my dogs are barking, name one thing that you can get started on that you've been putting off because you think you needed the perfect situation to get started. Name one thing. What is it? Podcast, uh, blog, uh, personal training, cooking show, YouTube famous, whatever. I don't care. TikTok, (laughs) whatever it is, name one thing. And then what do you have right now that is free that you either currently have in your garage, in your shed, in your forest, whether literally or in your mind? What do you have right now that you could download for free or you can go out there and do it, grab it? It doesn't cost you nothing to get started. Don't worry about being judged. They're going to judge you anyway. If you're successful, they're going to judge you. If you're crappy, they're going to judge you. It ain't about that. Don't worry about being judged. Choose yourself, man. Choose yourself and get started. Because the reason why you're agitated and pissed off at the world is because you know you've got more to do. You know you've got more in you. And you haven't figured out a way to express that outlet. So it's all pent up. It's like a it's like a a pressure cooker. Release the valve. You got everything you need to get started. No special equipment, just a special you, and you got that. All right. Email me the list, man. Just two things. Email it to me. Thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. Thesaleslife the number one at gmail.com. 
Remember, success starts at suck. You're going to suck. Put in the reps. 22 years later, I still suck. Almost 500 episodes later, I still suck. I will forever suck because I will forever be getting better. Don't you ever settle. Keep selling your way through life no matter what. Have an amazing day. Stay in the sales life.